0: Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So we are right in the throes of the holiday season, right? So I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving and, uh, a profitable black Friday, <laughs> um, when you were going out there finding all those bargains and we're in the middle of it because, you know, we have cyber Monday coming up tomorrow. And then, um, after that we have, uh, you know, giving Tuesday. So this is, uh, a heavy duty time of year with, uh, all the holidays and everything. And so when you're looking at that, um, you know, I'm going to go over the stats here in a minute, but generally this month or this time of year, um, if you're out there looking at houses, you're you're. There's a few less houses that sell in January than there do um, than there does any of the other months of the year, and that's because everybody's busy with all the holiday things that are going on and everything. And so, as a result of that, you know the numbers just go down a little bit because people are busy doing other things. So, if you're a buyer, I think it's a great time for you to be out there looking because you don't have a whole lot of competition is basically what's going on now. So that's kind of a nice thing to be um, different than a few years ago. And the numbers came out, um, you know, for what's going what happened in October, which I know is almost a month ago. But just looking at all of them, I thought that it was worth noting going over what's gone on in Central Florida in real estate in the last three years. So first of all, we're going to look at the interest rate. The interest rate in 2021 on average um, was 3.01 in October. In 2022, it was 6.95 and in 2023, it was 7.77 for October. So Really up less than a point from 22 to 23, but from 21 to 22 went up significantly, right from 3.01 to 6.95. So that was the big the big thing. When you're looking at the inventory, the number of months of inventory in 2021 was 0.91 months of inventory. In 2022, it was 2.62 months of inventory, and then 3.22 in 2023. Now, the real interesting thing to me on that is actually the number of properties that are that are that are going on the market. The new properties going on the market with 0.91 months of inventory back in 2021. There were more houses going on the market then than there are now. So I thought that was really interesting because in new properties going on the market in 2021 there were 3940 and then 3041 in 22 and 3456 in 23. So the the there were more properties going on the market actually in 2021 than there are today. So there were more houses that were selling in 2021 because the interest rates were so fantastic. You know, so that was kind of what the scoop was there. The number of properties that were going under contract in um and then closing and then closing, you know, Basically, when it comes to there was a report out on that this week. So, um, under contract in 2021, there were 5140 and 3760 closed. So, that's quite a difference between the number going under contract and closing. Between in 2022, it was 2915 versus 2716, not too far off. And then in 2023, it was 2900 versus 2429. So, Basically, um, this is always a challenge, in my opinion, when you're looking at what's going on in um, Central Florida in real estate. The number of properties going under contract should pretty much be the same number that are selling, right? Right. And unfortunately, there's quite a big dichotomy. There was a, a big report out that Orlando is number three in the country in that and properties falling apart. And I was on, um, you know, Good Morning Orlando earlier this week. And basically, the bottom line, in my opinion, is that the reason that that happens. Is more because of inspection than anything else, or if people were not pre qualified when they went under contract. So, those are probably the two main reasons why that happens. And both of them are unfortunate, but, um, you know, something that we have to deal with. So, if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call or text. 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that I wanted to, you know, really mention um, a little bit more when we were talking about those properties that fall apart. So basically when it comes down to it, um, 5140 versus 3760 in 2021 and 2900 versus 2429 in 2023. Is that a lot of times it's like when people go under contract they haven't done their homework yet, so you have to do your homework before you go under contract. You know, knowing that the people are pre-qualified, that they can afford the home. And then um, the other thing that we do is we have a certified pre-owned home. And so that's going to um, really eliminate any of the title issues or eliminate any of the inspection issues for the most part um, when you do when you have a certified pre-owned home. So that's something that we offer that um, basically we do the inspections in advance. We do the title searches in advance. You know, we do advanced advertising and that kind of stuff. So those houses get more money and they don't fall apart parts. So two great things in regards to, you know, what's going on. When you're looking at the median um, prices, uh, and this is houses, condos, everything all together, when I'm talking on a week by week basis, we're just talking about you know, everything independently, but this is all put together. And the median pr- price of everything all together in 2021 was 325000 in three, In 2022, it was 365000 And then in 2023, it's 377000 So you know, like I'm always saying that the market is not decreasing, you know, we're kind of holding our own. And basically, between 22 and 23, we just went up $12,000, you know, from 365 to 377. So that definitely is holding its own when you're looking at it. So I think that that's really an important thing for everybody to know. And everything, um, you know, when you're out there looking and all of that kind of good stuff. So it's really a you know, the, the market is holding its own. And so that's, that's kind of, there's not as many properties selling, but there are the properties that are selling the values aren't, aren't falling down. Now there are sellers concessions given on, I believe it's 37% of the properties are giving um, seller concessions at 343 were actually seller concessions. Sorry about that. And 35.7 in 2022. So the number is pretty much the same from this year over last year. So I thought that was interesting as well. So real quickly going over our stats from week to week. Um, in the last seven days, single family homes, there were 448 of them that sold. The median price is 441 So still really good. Um, 42 days to contract and 97.28 from list to ask price. When you're looking at condos, there were 134 of them that sold. The median price of them was $286.5, and they're going at 97.9 percent of asking. So when you're looking at, um, you know, under 250 in this market, there were um, 31 houses and 51 condos. 250 to 300, 29 houses and 19 condos. Between 300 and 400, 115 houses and 43 condos, um, 400 to 500, 134 houses and 4 condos. Between fi- a million plus, there were 30 houses and 1 condo. So that kind of gives you a real down and dirty you know look at the the market it's you know still great for sellers and good for buyers in my opinion too and I'll talk more about that after the break but in order to get in touch with us you can call or text 407-566-2555 you can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break So one of the things that I think is probably our biggest challenge in the real estate market today is the interest rate and the mortgages and there has been a little bit of relief in pressure in that recently that last month in October they were saying that the regular, that the rate is kind of sitting at 7.74 I believe it is at 7.77 And, um, you know, now it's down to 7.44, the last thing that I saw. And, you know, it changes on a daily basis, on an hourly basis or whatever. But they have seen for two weeks in a row that it looks like it's going down a little bit. And so as a result of that, you know, it's like we're always talking about, you know, marry the house and date the rate and all of that kind of good stuff. And so you can always refinance later, you can buy down the rate and all of that kind of thing. And um, I think that for a seller, in my opinion, the the best thing that they can do, if they're looking for somebody that's going to, you know, be getting a loan on their house, and every property doesn't need to get a, a loan on it. I mean, um, as I mentioned, I think last week, or whatever is that about 40% of our market is actually cash. So those people do not need to have a mortgage. So the interest rate doesn't really affect them too much. Um, but the first time buyer, obviously, they need a loan. And a lot of people do need loans. And so, um, you know, in our market, there is a huge amount of people that are getting sellers' concessions, you know, on that, that are helping with closing costs or buying down the rate or whatever. And, are getting um, seller concessions in today's market versus 35% last year. So, you know, with both markets, the interest rates were both quite a bit higher. And so the buyers are needing a little bit of help in order to afford the home and to get into it. So, um, you know, when you're looking at what the builders are doing out there, which is what I look at all the time, and they basically are now offering great interest rates on on houses that are almost done. If you're going to go into a builder and get a property that you're going to build from scratch, they're not doing that at this point in time, but they are um, for the properties that are in inventory. And The good news is, for those of you that are looking for a new build and you want to get it closed by the end of the year, and there's a few reasons why you would want to do that, Um, but if you want to get it closed by the end of the year, a lot of the builders are big corporations, and so they need to make that financial statement look really good, and they don't want to sit with inventory on their books. So there are, you know, a lot of times sales that are going on this time of year for builders because they're in a rush to get them done all the time by the end of a quarter, but especially at the end of whatever their fiscal year is, which a lot of times is December 31st. So basically when it comes down to it, you might want to go ahead and you know, pick up one of those houses. They are offering, offering fantastic interest rates. And if you've got a, a $300,000 loan, a 1% change in interest rate is about $200 a month. So if you take $200 a month times... 12 times 30 years, that ends up being a lot of money that you can save, you know, like I said, you can always refinance later and that kind of thing too. But basically, when it comes down to it, you really want to make sure that you're being smart about that. And so to be able to qualify for a house that they've bought it down. Now, what I talk to my sellers about is like, hey, let's go ahead and do the same thing that the builders are doing, so that we can offer that to people and, um, you know, buy down their rate so that your house stands out, you know, above all the, everybody else's house. So that's just one little thing that we do to make your house stand out if that's something that you want to do. But it, you're saying, well, 40% of the market is cash. So what are they doing? So what the builders are doing there is that um, some of them that I've seen there, instead of buying down the rate, they're given like $7,500 off is what one builder is doing on the price to compensate the cash buyer, you know, for not getting that buy down and that kind of thing. So basically, when it comes down to it, there are all kinds of um, deals out there when it comes to new construction and something that you might want to consider at this time of year. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566. Two five five five. That's four zero seven five six six two five five five. So another reason that you might want to get going um, and buy your home now um, and close by the end of December. And so, if you do want to do that, if you're paying cash, I mean, you can close within a week. You can close within days most of the time. There are, um, if it's in a homeowners association, sometimes you have to wait a little bit longer. But um, Basically, um, you know, you can do it pretty quick. You can do it in a week for sure. And if you're getting a loan, then we have some um, lenders that can get things done in a couple, three weeks. So you do have time to buy a house by the end of the year. And if it is your primary residence and Florida is your state, that's the state where you live and your license and all of that kind of stuff is, and it's going to be your primary residence. Then you need to be closed by the end of December in order to get homestead for 2024. So, you know, that's why there's usually a big push as well to close a lot of properties in December, is so that you can get that homestead for 2024. So, In order to get Homestead, you have to be closed by the end of the year, and then you have to apply for it before March 1st. So during January or February, you can apply for it, and it's just basically proving that it is your primary residence. And then what that does is it kind of locks in the amount that the um, property... Taxes can increase every year and you get um, a, a discount as well, which ends up being, you know, around seven hundred and fifty dollars. It definitely is not that exactly. And it varies a little bit, you know, in regards to what it is. But that's basically what happens. So if you get it closed, you know, in December versus January, then that's a big um thing that's that's there for homeowners, you know, that homestead. So if you have bought a house in 2023 or sometime in the past, then definitely go ahead and apply for homestead now so that you have it for 2024. Like I said, you have to do it by March 1st, but you can do it right away. And I would go ahead and do it now so that you don't have to worry about it. I was actually talking to um, a couple that had bought a house, you know, four or five years ago. And they were telling me that their property taxes are kind of going through the roof. And I asked him, I said, well, don't you have it homesteaded? And I actually looked it up for them and they don't have it homesteaded. And so, you know, they had to go back to the county and weren't able to get it for those previous years, but at least they're set up for next year. But their property taxes have doubled and they would not have had to pay that amount had they had their property homesteaded. So if you, you know, you wanna make sure, I mean, now is the time that this is when you're paying your property taxes now that you've got until the end of November to get that 4% discount. But basically, you know, what you wanna do is that you wanna make sure that you've got all of the exemptions and everything that you can get to minimize that bill. And so you wanna make sure that you apply for homestead today so that you've got it for next year and if you're looking to purchase a home soon I would suggest that you do it in January and I mean in December so that you've got that homestead starting right off the bat in January and so um, it's really important you know to do that and to make sure that you've got that done it's um, you know it's just something that's out there for everybody for Florida residents to make sure that you know we've got our taxes in the best possible form and then there is such a thing as portability and everything from one house to the next and so you just need to look at that it's a county by county thing again you can call the county they can tell you what's portable and what's going to happen with that and that's the best way to get it that all figured out but in order to to get in touch with us you can call or text 407-566-2555 you can find us online at central florida real estate radio.com and we will see you after the break you're listening to central florida real estate radio with local expert and my friend laura peterson and now here's laura Welcome back, everybody. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, I wanted to go over a little bit in regards to the profile of the buyers and sellers for 2023 and I found that it was pretty interesting. Basically in the face of high interest rates and rising home prices, the typical buyer's income rose 22% to 107,000. So that basically is the household income that 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 that's is and it was at eighty eight thousand the year before, so I think that that comes into the affordability. Now, these are national in regards to what's going on. A lot of the things that I talk about here are local, but this is kind of what's going on nationally. But it's not too much different than what's going on here. Um, our prices have gone up slightly and everything, but basically, um, you know, that's that's what it it comes down to so um the basically the affordability has made it so that 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 is the price that people have to be earning to um, purchase a home but the good news is is that about 32 percent of the sales um, are first-time buyers so i thought that was great and um, that was that's up from 2022 that only 26% were first- time buyers. So there are more first time buyers, but part of the reason is is that there aren't as many multiple offer situations and everything out there. So that's a good news when it comes to that. When you're looking at the typical age for first time buyers, it's 35 years old is the typical. And then repeat buyers is 58 years. And um, so that's down just a little bit one year from the year before, because it was 36 versus 35 a year ago and 59 versus 58 now. So one year younger is basically what's going on. Um, So basically, when you're looking at the household composition, there were 70% of the the home purchases right now did not have a child under the age of 18 in the home. In 1985, only 42% of the people that bought homes did not have a child under the age of 19, of 18. I'm sorry. So, um, basically, three out of five um, were couples that were purchasing the home. And so, um, so 40, you know, 49% of, the, of them were married, um, and then the other 9% or whatever were not, that, that were unmarried, that were couples buying. And then um, single female buyers were 19%, and single male buyers were um, 10%. So that was uh, interesting. Um, 14% of the properties purchased were multi-generation homes. And the top reasons for doing so were taking care of aging parents to save money and accommodate children or relatives over the age of 18 who are moving back home. And so I thought that that was interesting. Now, the racial diversity, I think this is very interesting as well and kind of surprised me a little bit that 81% of the sales were white Caucasian, 7% were Hispanic Latino, 7% were black or African American, 6% were Asian or Pacific Islander, and 6% were um, identified as some other race. So that's basically interesting. Um, One out of 10 buyers were born outside of the U.S., up from 8% the year before. So one out of 10 were born outside of the U.S. Now um, I would like to see more Americans buying houses and everything. I don't have a problem with any of the foreign nationals buying them, but I just think that home ownership is something that, you know, everybody should strive for. It makes it more stable. You don't have to um, worry about the everything changing and you can do a lot more things to your house. So I'm a big proponent of owning your own home. And I think it's awesome when you when you can do that. Um, Basically, the distance from home, the median distance between the home recent buyers purchased in the home where they came from was 20 miles. So that's a difference as well that last year, it was 50 miles in 2022. And, um, but the previous norm was always 15 miles. So the pandemic, pandemic caused it so people moved farther away because they were working a lot more from home. We're getting much more away from working from home. And so now those stats are changing back to where people are again, you know, getting closer to work and, and that kind of stuff. Um, 80% of buyers financed their home purchase up from 78% the year before. And um, it was 87% um, two years ago. But in Central Florida, if, uh, you know, the recent stat is 40% of the houses that are being sold are cash. So that's institutionals or people coming in from other places that are obviously doing that. So the people that are buying the homes to live in them, um, 80% of them are financing it. And the um, other 20% are cash. So I think that that shows that there's probably another you know, I don't know what the figure is. It's over 20% then of investors and that kind of thing that are coming in the market with cash. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio, WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So when you're looking at um, the people that financed, the typical down payment for first-time buyers was 8%. And the high, that's the highest since 1997. That was 9%. So the typical down payment for repeat buyers was 19%. And um, that's the highest since 2005 when it was at 21%. So I think that that shows really that there are a lot of se- uh, second-time buyers that actually, or not second, but repeat buyers, that basically, you know, when they've sold their current house that they're in, they've had quite the gain, and so they've actually been able to put quite a bit more down, and they have done that. So um, that's that's been um, pretty pretty interesting in securing down payments. First-time buyers increased their reliance on their financial assets this year using the sale of stocks or bonds. Um, 11% did that. 401ks or pensions, 9% did that. IRAs did 2%. And um, cryptocurrency, 2%. So that's out there a little bit. Um, basically in regards to what's going on um, I know that a lot of people think that it's a lot more than that but it really isn't so when you're you're looking at it I think that you know when it comes down to is buying a home right for you I think that that's something that is different for everybody that you have to really look at it but you know I always like to sit down with people and look at what your options are and see what's the best thing that's going to be here for you. You know, is it, does it make sense for you to purchase a home or does it make sense for you to rent? I mean, if you're just trying out the area, sometimes it's better to rent, you know, because then you're not going to be caught into it. But, you know, based on uh, if you are making this your permanent residence, then it's definitely the thing to do. And if you, you know, it's like you're going to be coming from, you know, one house to another area and that kind of stuff, there might be tax implications that make more sense for you to purchase as well and basically you know when it comes down to it you know with looking at our market overall when i was talking earlier in the show when the median price of all properties in central florida in 2021 in october was 325,000 then in 3 in 2022 it was 365 so it had a nice jump there and then in 2023 even with the economy being um, what it is with all the inflation and all that kind of good stuff, we still went up to three seventy-seven as our median um, you know, price overall. So that's condos, townhouses, everything all together. The median price of a single-family home right now um, this week was 441000 So it's a little bit higher. But um, in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com, and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everyone. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407 407-566- 566 Two five five five. So I wanted to talk. Uh, I saw this article on solar panels and everything. And when it comes to real estate, it's a little bit different, maybe than it is if you're thinking that you're going to be in your home, you know, for a long period of time. And, um, you know, the whole, um, solar panels, although they've been around for quite some time on housing and how it all works out is, um, just something to consider and to ask the questions and everything like that. There was a solar panel guy in my neighborhood recently and, um, you know, and I said something to him and he said, you know, no realtors like solar panels. And, um, I was like, oh, that's interesting that he said that. And I think that it's because, you know, it's like when you're looking at the whole big picture, you've got to see, you know, how all the pieces fit together and everything like that. Now, we've sold a lot of houses with solar panels and we've sold a lot of them without. And basically, you know, when it comes down to it today, when you're looking at it and how it affects the value is really what we have to see. And. Basically, you know, it's kind of like a pool, in my opinion. Uh, You know, it's like some people want them and some people don't. And then it's not as clear on solar panels in regards to how they're going to appraise. And how all that fits into place. Now, I've read a lot of stuff online, and that kind of stuff that the appraisers that they depreciate them, just like uh, you know you would depreciate any other asset. And so they give them like a thirty-year life, twenty-five-year life, you know, somewhere in that range, and then it's depreciated based on how many years are left that it can give that value. Now, the biggest thing in this market. When everything is so price sensitive, on what people qualify and all of that kind of thing, because of the interest rates and everything, that only thirty-seven percent of the people qualify to buy houses to begin with. So that makes it more difficult if there is um, that extra asset on there that you know everything else in that else in that neighborhood might be going for a little bit lower, and then a house with solar panels has to bring in you know 50,000 more. Than the other houses because of the price of those solar panels. So if you're planning on selling your house soon, I would just look at all of the things that are involved in solar panels to see if it makes sense and everything in regards to you know what's going on. So first of all, the thing that you need to look at is are they Um, owned or are they leased. There are companies out there now that will lease solar panels to you. And we recently sold a house that did have them leased on there. And in the lease, it was that that owner, when they sold the home, that the company that that had leased them to them told them that they were willing to take them out at any time. You know, it just depended on what the new owner wanted to do. If the new owner wanted the solar panels, then it was okay if the new owner didn't want the solar panel, then they could remove them. And it ended up that the new owner wanted them. Because they were leased, it really didn't affect the value at all. Um, But the, um, you know, electrical um, bill was kind of built in, they knew what it was going to be, and everything because of it. And uh, so that ended up Being a good thing in that particular situation. So, knowing whether they're owned or leased is the first question that you need to ask when it comes down to it. Then, if you do own them, are they financed? So, um, you know, we've sold properties that had the solar panels that were completely paid off, and then we've sold properties that the solar panels still had a balance on them. And so, that's something that um, obviously that note had to be paid off before, um, you know, before the, uh, you, you know, the new owner could take over. And sometimes they say, well, you could, you know, refinance it, but if it's a lien on the property, it has to be paid off because if they're getting a new loan, then basically, um, you know, that loan holder wants to, lien holder, the, a new mortgage company is going to want to be first in line and they're not going to allow a solar company to be in front of them you know when it comes to you know value of the house so you have to really look at that um and and figure out how all that's going to be uh worked at and 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 what's going to happen and so Basically, when it comes down to it, it just makes sense to really look at the whole big picture when it comes to solar, you know, what are you planning to do and how long are you planning on being there when when, and all of that kind of stuff. And so, um, you know, it just has to make sense dollars and cents and all of that kind of stuff and we do have companies that we work with that do put solar and everything on there Uh, you know obviously it works out great for some but it's not something for everybody so I think it's just something that you know you need to look at the whole big picture and what you're planning on doing when you're making that decision you know looking at the long term but that's with any kind of um, you know improvement that you're going to do at the house? Is it something that you're going to enjoy? Or are you just doing it for the fact of of selling the house? So in order to get in touch, if you're just, well, actually, if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8am. If you want to reach us, you can call or text 407-566- 2555 that's 407566 2555. So, I think that when it comes down to it, you know, it's like really looking at your housing from the standpoint of what's going to be the best for you and your family. I mean, that's basically what the bottom line is, right? And so, knowing what all of your options are, I mean, that's what we're really here for is to help you Um, look at all of the things that are out there for you to see what's the best bet for you um, in regards to, you know, you ultimately are going to make the decision, but looking at all of the factors might be, if you do it this way, you're going to, put 10,000 more in your pocket versus if you do it that way or something like that. So there's all kinds of things out there that we can help you with. If you're interested, you know, just give us a call and, and we're happy to sit down and talk to you at any time. But I'm going to talk now about our house on the week, house of the week. And this house is actually over by the airport. Um, it is a three-bedroom, two-bath home, 1,767 square feet at 3599 dollars So for a single-family home, way below the median price of 441 at 359.9 so this is a great house it's definitely has new flooring throughout it has um you know a new kitchen and everything in it with stainless steel appliances it everything is beautiful and it's very accessible so like i said it's over by the airport um, it's right off of boggy creek you know very close to 528 and um, so you can you know get down to 417 if you want to get over there or anything like that, I talk about major roads, but you're right there off of, you know, Orange Avenue and um, Sand Lake and everything. It's really close to that area, you know, over there or Boggy Creek and Sand Lake is basically, you know, where it's at. But a three bedroom, two bath home that everything is in great condition for three fifty dollars is something that um, you don't want to, you know, pass up and it's vacant. So basically, it's available to get closed by the end of the year. So you can get that homestead deduction. Like I said, they did a lot of remodels in there. One of the things that they did is they took down um, one of the walls. So it's a very open floor plan. And it actually has a uh, room in the back. Um, with this homeowners association which is only 1524 a year they do take care of the cable tv the lawn maintenance and um you know of the the exterior in the front and everything and so um for 1500 a year for cable and lawn in the front of the yard you're not going to be able to you know beat those prices anywhere else so that's a that's a great deal. So if that's something that you're interested in, you know, please feel free to give us a call and we'll get you all the details or a private showing or whatever works for you. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we hope you have a great one. Finish the rest of your Thanksgiving weekend and have a great day. See you next week. Bye-bye.